Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. It is another week, and we are so happy to be here with you this week. Um, It is interview podcast day, and we have the lovely Rachel Ritchie with us. Uh, But before we get into the interview with Rachel, we are going to talk about our creative weeks. So, Joy, what did you do? So, this week, I finished a big redesign on my website, and I'm so excited about that. I've been working on this for a while, and I am by no means a web developer. That's why... I'm done with my part and I've shipped it off to the actual web developer, but um, I redesigned the home page and the blog home main page or whatever, um, so it's got a different look and I'm really excited about it. Plus, I hope it'll be a little easier to navigate and that's kind of the, the goal of all of this. So. I know this has been a big deal for you. It's something you've been wanting to do for a really long time. So congratulations on finally being able to put your attention to it. That's awesome. Thank you. And you have got an even bigger thing to share. I did a thing. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. And um, and I, yesterday at like 12.01, I finished a poetry chat book and it was like this. I, t- I said I wasn't going to pick it up, but I did anyway. <laughs> so, so there are over 30 poems there that are thematic and something that I'm super proud of. And I finished it like in the middle of a pandemic and like homeschooling my kids and then being a full-time person at work and all of these things. I just feel really, really awesome about it. And I'm proud that I didn't procrastinate, that I didn't let fear like overtake me and just shut me down like I normally do. So um, this is not only a big like project author thing, it's like a personal achievement too, like an emotional personal achievement. So super de-duper happy about that. I am so, <laughs> so proud of you. This is amazing. I can't, cannot wait for the world to read your words because they're so beautiful. Yeah, I just trying to figure out what to do with the next. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's the thing. So let's get to Rachel Ritchie. And if you have listened to our podcast at all, you have heard her name come up over and over and over again. And I'm so thankful to be able to get her here and talking to you guys and letting everyone see how wonderful she is, something that Joy and I already know. So Joy, will you please introduce our wonderful guest? Yes, thank you so much for being here, Rachel. Rachel Ritchie is a mom and home educator by day and a creative jack-of-all-trades designer and author by night, not to mention all the minutes she can snag between. She is the author of the adventurous fantasy series Chronicles of the Twelve Realms, publisher of The Crux Anthology by 16 international authors, a book designer, and graphic artist. She enjoys helping other authors through the independent publication process and educating on best practices for formatting works in progress as a basis for publishing success. Rachel writes with an eye toward exemplifying positive attributes, finding hope through what feels hopeless, 
and being courageous. Her fiction reflects these qualities with daring adventure and sweet romance that almost anyone can enjoy. Rachel lives in Spokane, <laughs> Washington with her husband and four kids. Thank you for being here, Rachel. We are so excited. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> so let's get started with our very first question. Just you are a woman of many creative talents. So tell us about them. Oh, wow. Um, creative talents. So things like a uh, sketch artist and painting and uh I used to write more poetry, but not very much anymore. I have other people in my family who have kind of taken over that department of creativity. Uh, and then I, <laughs> sorry, my little artist is over here. <laughs> um, I've got uh, a love for writing. Uh, first and foremost, I think since sixth grade, I fell in love with writing, um, sketching, which I've already mentioned. Um, and just any kind of design work. So any kind of digital painting, paper painting, uh, designing of book covers. I think uh, all of these things that I enjoy doing have uh, qualities that can be used in other areas like business for other authors and things like that. So yeah. Very cool. And I have learned so much from you. I have got so many things to thank you for, for guiding me along the process. And um, so Yes, thank you for that, being really kind of a mentor for me along the way. I would not be where I am without all of your guidance and help, so that's for sure. Thank you. I really enjoy um, helping other people uh, with any kind of knowledge that I have, so that's really encouraging to hear. <laughs> so you also have a technical day job, right? And uh, Okay, so how does, like, do you find creativity in more technical things? Uh, I think, yes, you can. Uh, it really is a mindset on how we approach anything. And I think that people are learning that on a daily basis, especially now in this this era of the world and our history. What we're, everyone's going through is they're finding that you have to rethink the way you see the world and the way you see your life. So any kind of job that you have, you can do that. And even though what I'm doing is helping recruit for a a software development company and um, helping with some of their social media marketing. Um, you, you still, you can find creative things within that that really help um, merge the things that you love with the things that you have to do. So, yeah. That's a good point. So we were kind of thinking like the topic or the theme for this would probably end up being creative balance because I think that right. you kind of have that creativity and everything. And like you said, a lot of it is that mindset of looking at things from a creative way. For sure. Um, the balance can be difficult, but it, it can be done. And again, it is your mindset and how much you're willing to twist your mind to fit the situation, <laughs> which is a creative act in itself. <laughs> There's something that I've had to to learn too. I used to com compartmentalize all of the things that I did, like author, full time job, mommy, wife, you know, housekeeper, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I used to try to compartmentalize those, and what I've been finding lately is I add more and more boxes. That if I keep the lids off of them, off of the boxes, then something from my author area might be able to help me with my 
raising children area or my full-time job, even just using your creativity in, in a different field. And so I think if we are, that's a mindset change, right? If we divide everything up and keep our the lids on tops of, of those boxes, then we're not really giving the attention to everything to our person as a whole as we need right. to. So that's that's something that I just kind of learned this year. Was it's been an interesting well not this year because January through March has kind of been <laughs> a wild survival like rodeo, but like in 2019. <laughs> that was kind of a thing. Is that something that you find too, or do you like to compartmentalize? Actually, uh, I hadn't really thought about that before, but as you were saying that, I got to thinking that I really don't have lids on those boxes. Yes, things are separated, but they all get jumbled together. <laughs> it It is amazing how um, the things that you're teaching your children carry over into your work as a writer and oftentimes as a poet and how those things that you learn about yourself in those other areas can also be applied to raising your kids or how you approach doing your chores or um, going to work and, and um, just uh, finding value in the things around you. And if if I were to put a lid on all of those things, I think that that would definitely detract from how I interact with other people in my life and the situations and things that I'm learning and how I apply those to my jobs. Mm -hmm. So that's a really interesting way to look at it. I like the the boxes with no lids. Yeah, idea. It's, it's almost like it's almost like managing chaos. And if we don't look, you know, if we don't if we try to compartmentalize with like bulleted lists and, and all of that stuff, and I'm not talking, I love lists, love <laughs> lists, but you know, just like mental, if we try to like say, okay, this is what I need to do for this in our mind and this for our mind, it would be really easy to just kind of block all of that stuff off. Um, and, and I have, and it's not been as fulfilling. I think that whenever you have the lids off and you're adding this creativity into something that's maybe not super creative by nature, um, and you're mixing up everything and it's a little bit chaotic, but it's fun. You know, I think that that kind of helps change your mindset. Um, so I was wondering if that was like a creative thing or if it was like a, just a human thing. And I love that you all the way in Washington and Joy and I in the South, um, we kind of, you know, have that human thread. It's a human thing, I think. I think so. So one thing that you've shared with both of us is that you love to format. And this is what I came yeah. up with. You are to formatting as I am to diagramming sentences. <laughs> Like I diagram sentences for fun and everybody yes. thinks that it's crazy. And I think that it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> and I attempted to it's format. It's beautiful though. A flower. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's all the pretty lines and anyway, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like having attempted to format, I know that it is not easy, but you make it look just amazing and beautiful. So <laughs> how do you find the creative joy in formatting? And was it, what is it about that medium that really fuels you that you just love so much? Well, uh, formatting, I think that uh, it's kind of like architecture. So if you like building things, you like taking pieces of things and putting them together and having them become something beautiful in the end, that is so much like painting and it is so much like drawing and it is so much like telling a story from beginning to end and having the whole thing make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what formatting is, is it's this thing that makes sense in the end and it looks beautiful and it, it has um, a cohesion and 
I think those are the things that really draw me to it. Seeing something go from kind of you have an idea and it's a little bit chaotic to having structure and having um, consistency and symmetry. It's something that's beautiful. So I, I think that's why I really enjoy formatting is seeing something have those qualities, which is just like drawing a picture and writing a story <laughs> for me. <laughs> I love that you compared it to architecture. Yeah, I guess architecture is something that's just, it's so, it's so wonderful how you go from all these little bits and pieces and you know what you want and you can kind of envision the end and then you put it all together and there's the vision of what you had. That's formatting, that's writing, that's pretty much any kind of creative activity is you're seeing something that you imagined come together into something beautiful or um, poignant or uh, thought provoking, so. That's beautiful. What of your creative, your creative talents have you, like, have you made a business situation or, and what have you kept to yourself? At this point in time, I think in small ways and big ways, I've taken everything that I'm creative with and kind of applied it toward business capability just because uh, for most of these things, it's things where I can help somebody else and I can uh, make a difference in a small way or a big way. So some of it is personal, like the writing is is really for myself, but I want to do it for other people to enjoy stories, things that they can read, that they can enjoy and love. Uh, and then uh, I design book covers because they're expensive and they're hard to find and not everybody has the ability or the capability to design their own book cover or do the formatting it's a big, huge headache most of the time. I remember when I was first learning how to do those things, they were hard and it's still difficult, but it's so much easier than it was before. And I have a love for it, which you don't always have to have. So I'm trying to think if there's anything really creative that I have kept to myself <laughs> and I can't really think of anything. Most everything is kind of out there for the world to see <laughs> and uh, utilize if I can help and you started kind of working a little more with, is it your sketching that you're working more on now? Yeah, and eventually what I hope to be able to do is use that skill, the better that I get at it, for book cover design or uh, interior um, illustrations and stuff like that. But I have some more work to do, especially the digital painting portion. <laughs> but it's getting better and I really enjoy it. So you get lost in it for hours. <laughs> I've loved watching your progress on your Instagram page oh, um, yeah. <laughs> where you go from like just a few smudges of something and all of a sudden it's a person like that's really remarkable. Exactly. Yes. Like building blocks. And I get halfway through and I think this is not going to turn out. This looks terrible. And, and then in the end, it actually looks all right. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll be sure to link your Instagram page in the show notes and, and also get it at the end too for people to hear it so they can see what we see as well. Thank you. <laughs> so with so many creative interests that you have, how do you balance them all? And are you able to juggle multiple creative mediums and projects simultaneously? Or do you like to see one project through start to finish before you tackle another one? Generally, generally, I, I try to stick with one at a time just because when I get into a project, I really get into the project. And I have a hard time stopping anyway. Uh, I have some paintings in my bedroom that 
it was literally six hours of painting and I didn't even realize that I had spent six hours painting them. <laughs> uh, so I have a tendency to do that when I do projects. I've learned over time that it is important to find good stopping points because you can't do everything for six hours at a time. And especially when you're a mom, you have other activities that you need to do and to balance that. So work, the creativity, the family, the responsibilities. Um, so it is important to be able to find good stopping points. Um, and then that's kind of beside the point. Mostly with creative interests, I try to just work on one project at a time just because that helps me stay in the mindset of that particular project. But sometimes I'll be doing um, like an art project at the same time as I'm doing a writing project or writing at the same time as I'm doing formatting for someone else because they're they're both creative processes for me. They're not the same creative process, so they don't disrupt each other. I'm not really good at writing two stories at once, though. Yeah. That's <laughs> so I tend to start writing them both the same. <laughs> so do you feel like one creative medium no, I, steals more of your time than the others? And is that something that's by design or is that actually a struggle for you? Actually, that's a really big struggle. Uh, I find I have a hard time writing for myself when I'm working on projects for other people. So then I kind of get depressed because I'm not working on my own stuff. <laughs> but I love working on other things too. So it is a struggle. And I do find that my writing really suffers that time that I have for writing when I'm working on projects, especially multiple projects. How do you organize your day? Uh, well, most of my is we had switched to homeschooling. It's public school online, but it's been really, really good for her. Yeah. But I'm with her that six hours that we do school every day. And we're still doing that, by the way, right now. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a fun new balance with the other kids, making sure they're getting some schooling done and uh, still getting her stuff done. Uh, during the day um, so most of the morning is taken up with that and then when she's working on lessons by herself I'll usually do work for other people because a lot of times when I do things for my my part-time job um, for the software company or if I do things for clients as far as uh, formatting or cover design or anything like that then those things don't take up as much creative energy I don't have to be as focused mm -hmm. on those activities as I do on writing which takes up a lot more focus and when I get disrupted with that then you know the the grumpy mom really comes out <laughs> so uh, um anyway I work on those things in between and then um at the end of the school day usually we're picking up other kids or going to activities uh things like that and then in the afternoon or the evenings after all that we'll make dinner <laughs> and get nighttime stuff done homework with the other kids um, and then that's usually when I'll have time for more personal pursuits is, is later at night. So that's basically what my day looks like, but it, it can change a little bit depending on the day. And then weekends is usually when we have more freedom to, to do whatever, whether it's work for a client or work for myself or hang out with the family, stuff like that. Yeah. It's funny that you said grumpy mom because I can't like imagine that at all. Joy and I actually <laughs> Joy and I actually agree that you're like one of the most positive people that we've ever met. So it's all a lie. <laughs> okay. 50%. <laughs> 
Well, during the 50% of the time that you are positive. <laughs> okay, it might be, I don't know. I'm pretty positive, I think. So. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, it's one of my most positive times of the day. Um, <laughs> but how do you like maintain the positivity that you do have <laughs> and, uh, when things are tough, you know, because we're like in this really weird time and uh it, and not only the you know our personal lives but also in the lives of the, the whole world um how can you help other people um stay positive when things are tough because it's not an easy profession and this is not an easy time right i i totally agree and um, i think that for me a lot of times what helps me maintain positivity is to say looking on the bright side that that phrase look on the bright side <laughs> uh, but I think more than anything it's having gratitude and it's also my faith those are the things that really help me stay positive when everything seems to be weighing down or things are difficult or they're not going the way that I want them to or I feel like nobody likes my writing or my art isn't getting any better or <laughs> you know something like that um but it, it's really those things it's uh, being grateful for who's in my life and what's in my life, where my life is. I really have so much to be thankful for, big things, small things. Um, and then just knowing that this life is not all there is for me. And this life has a purpose and it's not just to serve myself. And when I, when I keep those things in mind, then it's so much easier to be positive, to know that I can make a difference, big or small, in this world and in my family. So, yeah, I think that's probably the most general answer I can give. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Like, like looking outside of ourselves. And uh, and I completely agree with you. Like the whole gratitude thing, the family that surround me, the you know, uh, and also my faith. Yeah, I'm with you. Huge. <laughs> I think that that's a big thing for all three of us because all three of us are Christians. Um, and that's foundational or perhaps infusional. <laughs> for our creativity. Um, so how do you think your personal relationship with God influences your daily creativity? Well, I think at the, the core of it, um, my faith influences, it's infused into everything that I want to do with my life. And when I am being down or grumpy, it's usually because I'm getting selfish and I'm thinking more about myself, but my faith helps me to continue that outward look that feeling of gratitude and it helps me to look at my craft and know that it's not for me. It's uh, um, kind of more like a, a way for me to share my faith with the world, whether it's outright saying it or just showing how God has really changed my life and how he um, brings hope into my life and how he can bring hope into the lives of the people around us uh, when we care and we love the way that he loves. And I want that to reflect in everything that I do, whether it's um, helping people with formatting, uh, designing book covers, writing stories, talking to my kids, to my neighbors, how I interact with everybody. Um, and that's, that's how my faith really affects everything that I do, including creativity and art. He gave me that and I want to share it because he did. I love the way you put that. 
Oh, I, I do absolutely love the way that you said that too. And I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that, um, which Joy and I actually did a podcast episode on the fact that we feel that we are created by a creator in his image to create. So, <laughs> right. So if you don't mind, would you please share with us any big projects that you're currently working on and all of the places that our listeners can find you? All right. Well, big projects right now. I am working on some formatting, some interior formattings for some children's <laughs> illustrated children's books. Super cute. They're going to be uh, really fantastic. I'm really excited for the author who I'm working on that for. Um, we're working on just one of them right now, but there's two more that should be coming up as long as we're happy with how these ones turned out. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, as far as personal big projects, I have my goal is to go ahead and finish writing the prequel to my 12 Realms, Chronicles of the 12 Realms series. And then I'm going to step back from the Chronicles and I'm going to move on to some other projects. I just need some other creative juices flowing because <laughs> that one's starting to feel a little stagnant, unfortunately. But once I finish that prequel, which I'm really excited about, I really enjoy the story itself, then uh, I'll be able to uh, move on to some. Uh, future it's like sci-fi that I've wanted to write for three four years now too long and I just need to do it so that's my big project coming up hopefully I'll be able to work on that for the rest of this year and then uh, maybe publish not next year but maybe the year after because that's going to be a big one I have a lot of research that I need to do on cyber cybernetics and um, space travel and stuff so that's my big project. And then places where you can find me is almost everywhere. I'm on Facebook at Rachel Ritchie Author. It's um, spelled weird, so not the way people typically spell Rachel or Ritchie, it seems. <laughs> but it's my name. So it's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-R-I-T-C-H-E-Y, and then author at Facebook. And then everywhere else, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, Pinterest. It's, oh, and my website, it's just Rachel Ritchie. So it, it's pretty easy to find that way. Uh, I'm on DeviantArt as Rachel Ritchie as well. And yeah, I think that's everywhere. There might be some more places. I don't know. <laughs> I try okay. to get around. So I don't know about DeviantArt. What, what platform is that? Deviant Art is it's pretty cool. It's a website where you can actually go and you can commission people to um, draw things for you, some kind of artwork, or do phot photographs, a lot of photo manipulation or um, creative um, sketching, digital art, anything really. You can post your digital art up there, um, or you can just share it for people to look at. And of course you can, uh, you keep uh, a copyright on it. So people aren't just copying and imprinting and using wherever they want. Uh, not that people wouldn't do that anyway, but that's beside the point. <laughs> anyway, it's a great place for artists to connect and for people to look for artists who uh, they want to commission to make fan art or something like that. So uh, authors can find book designers there, like cover designers who just want to do the art portion, who maybe don't want to do the text or anything like that. The, uh, the yeah the typefacing and things um but yeah it's really cool and then you can share your own art there and have people follow you and you follow others and comment on each other's artwork so it's kind of like Pinterest but for artists <laughs> oh man that's so neat I learned something new every day it's probably been around for like 30 years and I'm just not even <laughs> 
where has this been all my life? <laughs> yeah, but for all of our art people who are listening and who didn't know about deviant art, now they do. So thank you. <laughs> Rachel. You have an incredibly creative family. Please share with us all that you're comfortable sharing with us about your talented husband and children. Do you think of yourself, Rachel, as a creative spark for your family members, or do you think that there's a reciprocal role with that? Like, do you take turns inspiring each other? Oh, I definitely think it's the second. I think that we all tend to inspire each other and encourage each other to be creative and to pursue those things that we're passionate about. Because uh, I know that sometimes it's really hard to find things that you're passionate about. So when you do enjoy something, I think it's really good to encourage that and to find ways to incorporate that into your life uh, because it, it helps give you uh, joy not just your name, but the whole thing. <laughs> and um, it, it also helps inspire purpose for, for how we live each day when we can be creative and uh, use our, our talents. They're, they're gifts. Uh, so we definitely encourage each other. I've got, uh, Carl's hilarious when he writes. He doesn't think he is, but he's funny. He writes some really funny stuff. And eventually he's going to write us a story about dog catchers who wear pink pajamas. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's his that's his go-to phrase for a really long time we said we need a story now so someday he'll write that dog catchers wear pink pajamas so look for that Absolutely. <laughs> um and then <laughs> um, cassie is incredibly uh, talented as far as uh, writing poetry uh, and really being able to put into words those deep thoughts that Sometimes we we can't put a face to, but she she really inspires me with what she writes and how she writes. And she's also um, a watercolor artist. And so we've got some of her paintings upstairs that I just enjoyed looking at um, that really bring peace uh, to the feeling of our home. So I really enjoy her art. Um, my next oldest, he's more of an athletic type, uh, but there's definitely some humor and um, acting creativity in that young man. <laughs> then there's Riley, who's just, he's the most off the wall person. He says the funniest things, uh, like out of the blue. Uh, what, what's something that your brother said that's just been um, really funny? Something that always I remember is, uh, we were sitting in the car one time and he just goes, you should have listened to the dolphins. I'm like, he's out of the blue. <laughs> Yeah, but it always keeps us on our toes. I don't know why he says these things, but he does. <laughs> and he he loves to write. In fact, um, if you've heard of Leif Erikson, you've heard of him. <laughs> he does sometimes uh, in, uh, participate in Blog Battle, which is a monthly word prompt that I host uh, at blogbattlers.wordpress.com. Uh, little plug there. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so he writes, and he's he's pretty interesting when he writes too. And, and then Anna is the she's the youngest. She is quite the artist. She loves to draw. She has a, her own unique style, um, and it's so fun to see what she comes up with. And she wants to be a writer someday too. So both she and Riley are going to be my little writers <laughs> of of novels. Mm. No, that is so, so wonderful. And just to see what's so interesting to me is that like, I've never met somebody who's not creative, like they might claim that they're not creative, but they, you know, they exhibit it every day, you know, even in the strangest situations, 
I think you're right. Going back to what you said before, it is a reflection of being the created beings of a creator who created us to create. (laughs) Right? Right, right, exactly. So we have something very special for you guys. You are getting a two-in-one interview here tonight because Rachel's daughter, Cassie, is going to come and join us, and she is a poet, and she definitely knows it. (laughs) And it is National Poetry Month, guys, so it in light of that, we have Cassie, who has um, who has a wonderful poetry book out. Cassie, um, could you tell us a little bit about your poetry book? I've been writing poetry for as long as I can remember, pretty much. Um, really what inspired it was um, starting to read Edgar Allan Poe's work, and then also my mom teaching me about, like, limericks and stuff when I was in elementary school. Um, and so that's where it all started. I write a lot of poems regarding just emotions that I have trouble processing without without thinking about them in a deeper way. Some of them are really lighthearted and more focused on like, I don't know, like crushing. And then some of them are focused on feelings of um, depression or apathy that I've been struggling with. And then some focus on faith. That is something that's been new to processing emotions is faith. That's that's a part of everything that I'm. In fact, the title Quran Dio means before the throne of God, and so that's just really to describe how even our deepest emotions are there. He can see them all. How old are you? I'm 17. Oh, okay. Wow. You are much more mature than I was in some. Can I just say that out loud? But what made you want to publish it? Um, it was mostly my mom telling me I should publish it like for three years. <laughs> just like, Cassie, you should share this. And so eventually I kind of came in and I was like, okay. <laughs> so have you got some good response? Not like internet response, but just like your friends and your family. Like, see, I didn't get this. <laughs> yeah, that's been a lot of it. People are like, whoa, you published a book? And I'm like, uh, my mom did? <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> well, how does it make you feel like that you've, you've got this thing in your hand and your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to have it in my hands than other people's. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> Seems like every story, every word that goes out there feels that way. <laughs> it does. It absolutely does. What was your biggest surprise about this poetry book? Hmm. Biggest surprise? Probably that I, that I let it happen at all. <laughs> Um, it's been just something that I'm afraid to share a lot because it's kind of like bearing my soul to people. And so vulnerability is something that I struggle with a lot in friendships. And so it's just, it's kind of exciting to know that this is a way I can be vulnerable. Wow, Cassie, that is such a huge thing. And I'm, and you don't know me, but I'm so proud of you. (laughs) That's right. Mom's over here kind of trying not to cry. (laughs) That is the... I think that's the biggest lesson, even even us as adults, you know, the fact that in order to have that connection with other human beings, that relationship with other people is to be vulnerable with them and to share our hearts with them. And I am just, I'm in awe that you have learned that at 17 years old and you have done this and in such a wonderful, spectacular way. So thank you for sharing with us. Do you have anything that you would like to say to our listeners? Um, I can't think of anything um, other than read poetry. That's it's 
It's great. <laughs> Do you have any favorite poets? Um, my two favorites are Edgar Allan Poe and Walt Whitman. They're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, girl, you were like. A few listeners who has never heard poetry before and would like to try something out, do you have a recommendation for them? A particular poem or a particular book? Um, I would definitely go to Walt Mittman's Odin Captain. It's shorter, so you need to read if you're not comfortable format. It's also, um, it just has a lot of emotion in it. And my favorite thing about that poem is that it was written about Abraham Lincoln and his favorite president. So those two things just were like, oh, that's so cool. Thank you so, so much uh, for joining us today. Um, Rachel, I did have another question for you. And uh, I guess my, my last question is, uh, do you have any other tips or advice for our listeners who are trying to find creative best? Well, I think that if you don't try to compartmentalize, that's probably a good idea. Having those boxes with the open lines in your mind where you let your creativity influence other parts of your life and other parts of your life influence your creativity. And then um, being open to uh, making lists or having a calendar and setting up time to be creative. Uh, I think those are really important uh, if you're managing naturally. So being willing to make a list, there's something satisfying about that. <laughs> or a calendar you can cross stuff off when you're done. Um, those physical things can really help you balance your creativity with the rest of your life and uh, make sure that you're not too focused on one or the other, but that you're getting a chance to work on all the things that you want to invest in. I think that's probably the best advice I can give. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Listeners, if you are like, wow, Megan is talking a whole lot, it's because we're having some technical difficulties. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Joy is with us in um, in video and in spirit, but we can't really hear her very well. <laughs> so, which, uh, so thank you so much for that, uh, for that tip. And I think it would actually be an excellent QWERTY challenge for us as well. For our QWERTY challenge today, guys, if you are feeling overwhelmed and you are trying to compartmentalize all of the things that you have to do, please, please take a moment to line up your boxes and, and just lift up all of the lids on them and allow your creativity to flow into your professional life and to allow your professional life and things that to do well there, to flow into your personal life. Um, just think about that about, um, during your week and as you kind of develop your things. Hopefully that will help you guys as you go forth this week and create. Thank you so much, Rachel and Cassie, for joining us today. This has been so wonderful. I am so happy to get to talk to you face-to-face, -face, even through the computer. Um, I don't Yes, absolutely. I, I, don't, I know we email back and forth, but this just has solidified our friendship, in my opinion. I hope yes. you feel the same way. I do, very much. Good, good. And Cassie, Thank you for sharing each other with me. Oh, <laughs> Cassie, you were so brave. You were so brave to come on this podcast. You were so brave to write your poetry, and I cannot wait to see what you do next. Me too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you, ladies, both of you. No, Thank no worries. You. All right, everyone, y'all go forth and have a very creative week and uh, and make something. <laughs> Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting cordywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.